everyone, welcome back to How and Why to Imagine It Done by Lisa Jacobs. And I am your host, Lisa Jacobs. Get ready, guys. I have such an exciting guest. She's not only a guest on our podcast today, she is a friend. A friend that I have since she has been my client, which is so special because I love that connection. I get so close to my clients. Some of them kind of fade away. But Amanda Goldberg of Goldberg Bagels is my friend to date and will always remain so. We have a lot in common, a lot to talk about. So we're going to get started. And Amanda, why don't you just say hi to everybody, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa, so much for having me. Uh, I'm Amanda Goldberg. My family owns Goldberg's Bagels, um, predominantly in the Hamptons, but we actually do have a couple of locations in New Jersey. I'm the fourth generation in the family business. I grew up in New Jersey, but we, my parents have been coming out here since before they were married, which is over 35 years ago. And, you know, I remember like walking through East Hampton town. And now when you walk through, like you see, you know, all these big name stores. And I remember when everything was mom and pop. And it's so crazy how it's changed growing up in, you know, growing up in a family business is like, it's so it there's, there's a lot of great and there's a lot of challenges, I guess. Yeah. Challenges. That's the, that's a better word. Like, you know, my dad worked, I remember we lived in New Jersey. Parents always joked about selling their house and they put it on the market once and it sold the next day. So my dad and my mom were like, well, let's, let's move to our house in the Hampton. And I remember like being devastated and we had, we had stores in New Jersey, but we had one out here that my dad had opened. Cause somebody was like, Hey, I have a store, you know, I, I don't remember if the guy didn't want it or the guy went out of business, but my dad took it over. And that's how the Southampton store was born. Um, and the Southampton store was the first one. Yeah. The first one out here. So we Wait, had, were you working, by the way, at that time, were you working in the store at all? You were too young. No, I, well, I actually started working when I was really young, like as a, like kind of as a joke, like I was six years old and I would put bagels in a bag. I remember being in the Westwood store, which is the, the, the store that my grandfather opened. And then my dad started working at when he was 14. And I remember my dad would say, you can only put bagels in a bag. You can't cut them. And I used to look at one of the girls that worked there. I'd be like, is he watching? And she'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, and I would cut the bagel. So, you know, I have really good memories of like, you know, working side by side with my parents. And, but then I also have like, comp- like memories of like, sitting, you know, falling asleep on flower bags because we were doing Yom Kippur, fulfilling Yom Kippur break fast orders, you know, till 1am. So there's a lot of, it's a lot of good. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, you know, like if, if somebody calls out sick or there's a problem, like you could be on vacation, but it doesn't matter because this is, this is your baby, right? This is your business. And so what was so good about it is that you know, I, I always stand by the philosophy that you learn things, not because your parents tell them to you, but because they're through example. Learning by example, to me, is the most impactful way to be educated in life. And, you, and your parents showed you that work ethic. And you actually, you, you incorporated your life. You know, your, bis, your family business, it seems, became 
so much a part of your life and not because your parents said you have to do it. It seemed like you wanted to do it. And I know um, just for our listeners to let you guys, everybody know that Amanda to this date is so close with her family. And sometimes that could go in another direction where the closer you get in a work environment, the more, um, the more division you have. Um, it didn't divide you. It has brought you together. But there is still family dynamics, I'm sure, that have developed through the years with the family business because it happens with all family businesses. I really relate to what Amanda's saying, not that I'm a part of a family business, but I brought my son into the business who has another full-time job, but he part-time works with me. And the idea of being with your family and working with your family is very reassuring because there is a trust which is something that even though you wanted to find it with other people in developing a business, but when it comes to your family, it's special. It's a trust that is you've developed through so many years. And that's something that I think, um, you know, when you're a mom and pop business, it's something that is really, um, it's important. And the bigger you get, and the more you, if you get eaten up by, you know, bought out by a very large company, okay, fine, you're going to have a lot of money in the bank and you're going to have, um, it's going to get to be a bigger business, but there is the loss of that connection. So I'm going to throw it back to you again. And, and you know, I just wanted to yeah. interject that commonality that we have with family. A hundred percent. And, you know, family dynamics get complicated. Um, you know, I can tell you my mom and I, like, as a, like as a, when I was young in my 20s, her and I would be fighting like over stupid mom and daughter stuff. And we would be in the store and she would say something to me and I would get like snappy and she'd be like, don't snap. Like, you know, like there's that dynamic of like, you know, we, we have a great relationship. I have to say my parents, my parents are great people. Granted, I wish we could shut work off sometimes more at family dinners than we do, but you know, they have, it's, it's like, it's a really good relationship. And I always say like, you know, they're such a good example. You know, I would see my dad get up and work so hard and I would see my mom get up and work so hard. And they never wanted me to be in the family business because they didn't want me to work as hard. You know, they, my dad would always say like, go to college, like get a degree and like do something like commercial real estate or, you know, something that'll make you a lot of money and you won't have to get up so early and slave away the day. And, you know, I, I went to college. I, I was actually, I'm a, I'm a tennis player. I had the opportunity to play on the pro circuit, um, which I did for 10 years, but I was hurt. So it was on and off and on and off. And, and I, my parents said, well, what do you want? And I said, you know, I want to move down to Florida. I want to play tennis full time. I'll come up here in the summer and I'll work and I'll train. And, and that's what I did. Like I, I trained six months in Florida. I came home, I would get up at, you know, 5am, go to the gym, go to work, go practice and, and do it all over again. And then I got hurt and I knew I wanted to be in the family business. I was working for my parents in the Southampton store and then the East Quag location just fell into our lap. And then that was, that's my first baby. So now you man, you're managing the, uh, the East Quag. Yeah. And then, but do you go to the other stores as well? Um, in the winter time. Yeah, I do. In the summer, it's hard to get to all the, to the stores, but we have great managers who pretty much have been with our family for years. So you're the full-time manager. So you're in charge. Mm -hmm. of 
How many staff in that East Quag shop? Um, I have seven, maybe seven or eight staff members. So you're the decision maker. Like your parents do not oversee it. You're the one that's in control. Yes, I'm in control. You know, granted, I do come to them for a lot of advice always. Right. Because, I mean, listen, they've been doing this. Both of them have been doing this for a very long time. You don't have to answer to anybody but yourself and your, I guess, and your mom and dad. Right. Right. Which is a, it's a, you know, it's a bonus when you think yeah. about it, it really is. And that's what like is so special about being in a mom and pop shop and, and maintaining that and also a family business. It, it could it make things better, but it could also divide you. And what's so great is that you have such a good outlook and you're such an honest person. Your family is so honest, hardworking, and that your brand is amazing. I mean, Goldberg bagels. When you hear bagels, you think of Goldbergs. I and mean, that's just, that's amazing that one thing is synonymous with the other. I also want to talk about how you as a manager and going from being an athlete and being, you know, in that world and going into a business format of, in your life. And now you're getting married. Congratulations in advance. <laughs> and, and so that's a lot of pressure. And responsibility for you. And since your parents are, they taught you by example, but you're kind of learning, you know, by yourself as you're making mistakes and doing things, um, making mistakes and getting better. Like it's you, you're responsible. And it's, it's, that's also something that is, it's a common factor with me and you is that I had to do that too. Nobody actually, I didn't go to, to be trained to be a manager. Um, I'm learning as I am managing and every single day I learn more and more and I learn even from the people that I'm around and I have a thirst for knowledge. So that's what I want to talk about with you because you kind of are the same way and you're facing the challenges of actually not only being a manager, but like doing, having payroll and having the responsibilities of the, the staff every day. Are they doing what they're supposed to do? Am I supposed to be teaching them something different? And the personalities. So, and how do you grow your business in this world with social media? It's not the mom and pop shop that your parents knew. It's now different. So there's a lot of responsibility that we share. And I just want to, you know, it's not about me right now. I want you to talk about how it gets challenging for you. It was very weird to be the boss because I was always the boss's daughter. So there's like a total different, you know, being the boss's daughter is one thing, but being the actual boss is totally different. Like I would be friendly with the staff members and not that you couldn't be friendly with the staff members as their boss, but when push came to shove and you needed to you know, somebody was showing up late or somebody, something went missing. Like you have to rep, like, I don't want to say reprimand, but you have to deal with the repercussions and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if this person's going to lash out on you. You don't know if this person's not going to show up to work. Like you just don't know. In a business, and, and Lisa, you definitely know this, like besides dealing with people, your staff, you deal with people in their homes, in their, in their their sanctuaries, like where everything, everything they have is there. And it brings up a lot of, you know, a lot of emotion too, because to, to get rid of things and to have people touch your things, like, if you're, you know, so what I did is I went and I got certified to be a life coach. The reason why I did that was because 
I knew I was going to deal with 10 different personalities, whether it be in one person or whether it be in 10 people. You know, I, I want people to know they're in a safe environment because, you know, I also have younger kids working with me and, you know, I want, and, and really like if I have a 16 year old kid working for me, I'm, I'm there, I'm in charge of them. Right. No, God it's forbid a responsibility. Yeah. And it's a huge responsibility and it's always a learning process. And I've, I've made mistakes, of course, and I've learned from my mistakes, but I've also, I also like kind of got ahead of myself when I was being life coached and I, and I picked up tools for myself. Right. It helped you grow as a woman, as an individual, as a worker, as yes. a manager. So it really, what it's yeah. very smart that you did that because it's not anything that is just exclusive to your business. It's life. Yeah. I could tell you, like, if you would have talked to me six years ago, I was a mental case. And if somebody did something that annoyed me, I, I would just word vomit and lash out. And now like one of the tools I first learned was like, taking a step back and looking and thinking about the whole picture or taking saying to somebody, you know what, like, I'm not going to answer you right now because if I answer you, I'm going to say something that may ruin our friendship. So let me take some time to think about it clearly. And then we'll discuss it at a later time. And I do that with my staff, you know, they come and they say, whatever the case may be, like, let's talk about it when we're not busy. And I have some time to think about how I can make this work for you. It's very interesting because I have a similar situation. I don't have um, the expertise that you have in life coaching, but I do have the years of just living and being yeah. a mom and divorced and single mom and starting the business and all that. And I must say that learning how to deal with people is a very, very special skill. And it's a tool that is necessary. But I am like you in that I take every person that comes to Imagine It Done, I take I, I take them seriously. Yeah. And I, I really feel like they're part of a family with me. Yeah. And I think that that's really what is a big bonus, again, about being in a small business and a big yeah. challenge because you're not just running a business, but you're managing people at the same time. And then for me, I take it to the client as well, where if the client is open, I become like I did with you, I become a part of their life too. And even if they're not open to it, I still want to make sure that they know that there is a face behind the brand. And right. I don't want that to ever be lost. Going off of that, it, it's, it's amazing because I'll never forget this. This also goes back probably like six or seven years ago. I was working and I think I told you this story and I was working. I was like, like taking cream cheese and putting it in a container. My mom was on the grill. My dad was in the back and these guys are online and they were like, I wonder what the Goldberg people are like. They're probably like at their big house on a pool float, like getting drinks brought to them by their, their, you know, their, their maid service. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, this guy has like, and, and I never said anything, but like, it's so funny that people think that. I just want to interject and say that I know what you're talking about. And I could tell all, I wanted all the listeners to know that summer ago when I went to pick, pick up a delivery at the uh, Southampton store, I popped my head in to say hi, to see if your mom was there. Yeah. And um, there she was not in front dressed like, uh, you know, going to the beach 
uh, in the Hamptons, like people would think. She was in the back and she was doing the work. She's got had her apron on. She was with all the workers and she was doing just what everybody else was doing. Nondescript, the owner of the company. So, I mean, that's just a testament to the hardworking philosophy that they have taught you. And um, that, I mean, I tried to teach all of not only my kids, but my imagined done family as well. And we didn't have a chance to talk about the social media aspect, but for us, it's a big thing for you. It's not as much because your generations of just like you're, you're known already. Your brand is so well known. Instagram and, you know, now like with TikTok, I mean, I haven't gotten that far, but you know, Instagram is, is huge. Like I know I search for small businesses on Instagram, I search for like wedding inspiration on Instagram. You know, there's so many talented people out there. And if you don't have that or you can't figure that out, you should figure it out because it's a free platform to to get your product out, to get your passion out. You know, it's, you know, Instagram is, I have to say like Instagram has brought our, our business, a lot of recognition, a lot of coming into contact with a lot of wonderful people. And you know, that, you know, you get a shout out, you get a hundred followers. It's, it's just proves how social media works. The next podcast will be about how to grow your business, how to grow your small business. Yeah. Talk about that next time. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, mistakes that I've made along the way, but there are certain things that are specific to growing your small business. And it's great when you can really commiserate with other people. Growing a business is hard enough, but like, think about the last year and a half with this pandemic going on. Think about like, you were still, you were, you know, you were working still through the pandemic. You, you made it work that you can't go to somebody's house, but Hey, I have zoom. Why not, why not zoom somebody? And, and, you know, give them tips or show them how to do and order their products. And like, for me, like we worked straight through the pandemic, working masks, gloves, sanitizing, you know, dealing with people, curbside orders. We developed an app in this time. You you have to, it's so hard to manage and grow a business, but then throw in the, the, the world. Right. Right. What's going on around you. Yeah. So let's, we're going to table that. We're going to definitely talk yeah. about that again, because I think that um, because we're both two minds that are doing this, whereas yeah. we're not corporate and people aren't directing us. Right. So and there's a lot of people that want to know our listeners want to know, well, like, how do you do it? And it is there are things that we can share that yeah. we can help other people because Um, Growing a small business is something that even though you can learn about the ABCs, it's not the same as talking to somebody that has actually walked the walk with the ABCs and talked the talk. Yeah. And I can tell you one thing for our business, like it started with my great grandfather, you know, then my great grandfather taught my grandfather, my grandfather taught my father and my father and my mom are teaching me. And it's funny to see how things evolve, like how they had one, their store was one way. And then as the times evolved, you know, they would, they would keep, you keep what your, what works, the fundamentals, but you just have to kind of like grow into the world because the world's always changing. People are changing. um, Trends are changing, you know, and you, if you don't stay current and you don't stay with the world, then, you know, 
You're not going to be relevant anymore. And that's the thing about Instagram. All right, yeah. we've got to go. So we wanted to just wrap this up with such positive vibes about how amazing you are. Like your energy, your attitude is just, that's really, that's what, what people are, are hearing, I think now is that, you know, you've got such quality, your character, and that's why Goldberg Beagles is going to live on forever. Yeah. And I'm so excited that I, I got to know you and yeah, you have such an ongoing friendship. It's just, it's really special. I mean, for all you listeners, just to let you know that um, I'm a people person, but I'm also selective in the people that I establish relationships with. And Amanda Goldberg, you are special. So that's it, right? We covered everything for the day. I hope that everything was informative for you guys. Any questions, DM us.